It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Thursday. It's Hale Varsity Radio presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chris Schmidt, Damon Barr is in. Good to see him. He is flying an Irish flag in the studio. Let's book the trip now and get over to Dublin with a pint in each hand, man. Nebraska Northwestern 2022 should be good, but we'll dive into what success looks like in 2021 for Nebraska. Great to be with you. For another edition of Hale Varsity. Numbers to get in, 1-800-825-5865. I screwed that up already. I said numbers. Well, actually, we have two. So, 1-800-825-5865. Yes, our friends uh, here in the capital city got us hooked up. We have a, a, a working phone line times two. That is good stuff. Uh, can tweet at us and, and save the phone call at Schmidt underscore radio or at Damon Bar two R's. Can email as always, Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Here's what we got in store for you. Uh, we are going to run down uh, Brandon Vogel from Hale Varsity. Vogues has been on uh, Papa Bear leave. God love him. So we'll talk to Vogues in about 20 minutes and then a loaded second hour. Uh, we'll spend time with Gary Barnett. And uh, spend some time with him on uh, Nebraska, on uh, Northwestern, and, and all that good stuff. We'll also uh, get a, a visit from Clausburn. He is excited about Ireland for obvious reasons. Pride of Chicago's Danny Burke will hear some Burke's best bets uh, with the NBA. And, uh, of course, Deb the Spa Lady will round it out for you. And uh, that's how Thursday will go. Mailbag to get to. Some great questions to HaleVarsity.com. We'll check in on that and we'll definitely drill down on success. So this has been tradition for the last five years. Uh, the last day of school, A, you get the token photo of someone's child on Facebook. Check that box. Uh, junior doesn't have any uh, anything beyond peach fuzz going, but uh, he looks like an angry little monkey. And uh, we got the, the the pick this morning. But the dads that we've been, uh, a group of us have been friends for a lot of years, uh, go golfing. And uh, that happened. I am $40 lighter in the wallet to Team Bolte and Team Burt. We played well. They played better. Jay Bird was on my squad. And uh, I, I didn't do much to help. I didn't do too much to hurt. But the, the long and short of it is there was a Tiger-esque chip in for the win. It was drama-filled. We avoided the rain. We sweated the, just a tad because we're old men now. 
And uh, the long and short story is we got a, uh, a, a round of golf, 18 in, Holmes had us out, and uh, it was it was fun. So, yeah, got some golf in, uh, got a good show planned, and uh, I am I, required to give, as part of the loss, a shout-out publicly to Team Burt and Team Bolte. Bolte is a three-point from, legend from Hastings. Uh, ben Bolte, I tip my cap. Uh, Brad Bailey, well done. Jay Erickson, love you much. Sorry I was not much help. There. Was that, was that sufficient, Damon Barr? I think that was pretty good. In pretty pub- good payout. In, in public punishment, in shaming. Uh, pretty acceptable. Yeah. It, it, while, we're, while we're giving shout-outs, all of the money needs to be funneled to, to Coach Bailey because he carried – he carried his teammate today. Just just to put on the record. A- and, quite honestly, uh, what's ever left over, if you see Jay Bird, the mayor of, uh, of, of Lincoln, he needs a tip of the cap and a round from you because he carried me today. So that's what we're at. Uh, they're excited about Ireland. <laughs> we haven't we didn't book any flights today. Cranach right now is still doing jumping jacks out of joy because he'd move to Ireland if he could. He's a, the, he was trying to lobby us to get there for the Illinois game. But, no, that in all seriousness, that's incredible that uh, Nebraska will find their way to Ireland to open the season in, in 2022. Uh, Northwestern, Nebraska in Dublin, Fitzy versus Frost. That'll be good stuff. So if you're Nebraska, you're, you're going to get – Probably a couple of bye weeks in uh, in the month of, of October. I don't know how you can space that out, but that's what it looks like. Because I think Nebraska is going to go forward and try and take on North Dakota in, uh, in their second week versus squeeze it in there. I have not dove much into the 2022 schedule. I know this could work out where Nebraska will have a bye week before Michigan which uh, is all good. So let's talk about success. What does that look like in 2021 for Nebraska and Scott Frost? That was part of the mailbag uh, from one of our listeners, Mitch or Mitchell, to Stuart Mandel. And, okay, here's here's my short order checklist for what is successful for Nebraska football. You're going to a bowl game. Everyone's nodding their head. You're in contention for the West in November. We're all nodding our head. You're competitive in your losses. You don't lose as a favorite. And you get better as the season moves forward. I believe that can happen. You've seen it happen under Scott Frost. Not necessarily the contention part in November, but you've seen a team he has coached get better as the season goes on. I point to you, 2018. So as we look at the schedule, September is Illinois, it's Buffalo, it's Fordham, it's at Oklahoma, it's at Michigan State. To me, as I look at paper right now, your favorite against Illinois, your favorite against Buffalo, your favorite against Fordham, your favorite probably against Michigan State. Can you go four and one? Do you avoid the slip up against a Sparty? Do you avoid a slip up after Illinois? Do you slip up? 
I mean, this thing's going to be on fire if they lose to Illinois to start the season. It, it, it sucks. It just will be. What do you do in October? Northwestern, Michigan, at Minnesota, Purdue. You have more talent than Northwestern. They just play better than you and don't make mistakes. That's how they beat everybody. That's how they've gone to uh, the, the Big Ten title game two of the last three years as you squeeze in a three and nine season. Michigan, loaded with talent, great defensively. They are arguably the, the worst quarterback program in the Big Ten with Harbaugh. Mr. Andrew Luck himself don't have an explanation, but it's reality. It is a turnstile of transfers at Michigan and their quarterback. They don't have uh, a guy named Hart running the football or a, or a Wheatley or a Timbiaka Baduka. They don't. There's no Joe Morris, right? So, so Michigan's going to win a lot of ball games because of their defense. Can you score enough to beat them? At Minnesota, coin flip. Total coin flip. P.J. Fleck could go 5-7, and seven, could go 7-5, and five, could surprise and, and hit that uh, double-digit win total again. He's got a quarterback returning. They lost receivers. Guess what? They still have somebody that will emerge. What's their defense look like? No clue yet. Got to go get that win at Minnesota. Totally got to do it. Uh, or be competitive. Need to beat Purdue and Lincoln. As simple as that. End of discussion. Purdue's not a great program. They've had one shining moment in three years. That was when they dismantled really an overrated Ohio State team, an urban swan song. So Nebraska needs to go 3-1 and in October. If we're talking success and what defines it, that puts you at 7-2 and before you get to November. That's bowl eligible. That's probably lofty because you're going to misstep historically speaking, if you're Nebraska, from what I've said, that means you drop a game at Minnesota. That means you don't get it done against Michigan at home. That means Northwestern stings you. Or you just don't bring your A game or B game against Purdue. You lose to Illinois off the bat. A lot could happen, but we're talking what defines success, what gets you bowl eligible, what keeps you in contention in the West, and what makes you competitive. In some of these three and a half to seven and a half to nine and a half point spread games that, that Vegas will will put a number next to your name. Now November's tricky <laughs> and uh and and measuring stick good. Ohio State by at Wisconsin, Iowa. Likely an 0 and three. Doable a one and two. Wow, you go two and one. Uh, somebody pinch me and shake me three and zero. You do all that math four and one three and one one and two. What does that ma- what's that add up to? Eight, ocho eight wins. I'm not calling for eight, not calling for seven, but I think you should get to seven because if you're at six, that means you dropped Purdue or Northwestern or both, or you, you dropped one at Minnesota, or you, you got off on the wrong foot at Illinois. And teams can get better. But I'm anxious to see when we talk success here, back to the Stuart Mandel mailbag question, you know, what is success look like for Frost in Nebraska in 2021? What do you build up to seven and two potentially or six and three potentially 
going into November. Ohio State comes to town. 24-7 sports, they're national riders, they're really good. And they say that Nebraska could be a trap game for Ohio State. You know, it, it ain't the same crew, it ain't Fields. Now, their receiving core is insane. Defensively, they're going to be really good. But can, can you rattle them? Can you be built up and better to push them to four quarters like you did in year one? You go at Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin's always had issues defending Adrian Martinez. Some of his best games career-wise have been against Wisconsin. He's not had help defensively. There's been turnover problems. Wisconsin also has a returning quarterback. Wisconsin's kept their defensive coordinator. Wisconsin's got a couple of their linebackers back. But Wisconsin should be competitive. And Iowa, do you finally get over that hump that's been stabbing you in the neck and the eye or both since 2014? Chris, do you put any stock into, like, a first game win being a sign of success? Because you look at Frost, Akron rained out, two Colorado losses in a row, starting the year off against Ohio State, kind of a give-me-the-loss. This team's never started out 1-0. and Oh, you mean... You mean the, it's taken a while for success to, to infiltrate the locker room? You're right. You've never had, I mean, if you didn't have bad luck, you'd have no luck. That's total excuse making, but I mean, somebody's got a voodoo doll somewhere. Legit. You get rained out against Bowden. You, you, you open with Colorado. You have a bad turnover and someone goes WWE on your quarterback. And then you blow a 17-point lead in Boulder? Oof. It's there. Totally there. Maybe too much Kool-Aid. But I, I tell you, no, if they get – it would do wonders. Illinois played them tough the last two years, and, and they won in the shootout three years ago with a former Nebraska quarterback – putting up a lot of yards, but they were turnover. They were a turnover mess in 2018. No, you get off on the right foot and you get into Oklahoma. Say you get beat by 17 or so, but it's, it's a couple of touchdowns through most of the game. I'm saying best case scenario, right? It's about confidence for this football team. Truly is. And I think they had a chance with the way they've kind of massaged the schedule to, to get out of the gate okay. And get some momentum. Get going downhill in a good way. But November is going to be telling for me. A, how healthy are you? B, you got a bye week squeezed in because of, of the Fordham addition. You got a, a quarterback that it's probably killing him to not have a win over Iowa or a win over Wisconsin. And if you take down one of those two, who knows what kind of mess the West could be this year. Is it Northwestern because they're smarter and better disciplined that, again, takes the flag? Does Minnesota kind of come out of nowhere as a team that's in that 9 to 10, 8, 9, 10, 11 realm if you're, if you're stacking the Big Ten? Nebraska shouldn't feel ashamed or bashful about contending for the West, especially with as many super seniors coming back. Most defenses don't have a guy like JoJo Doman or Cam Taylor Britt. They just don't. 
Now, what hoses Nebraska in comparison when we talk success, too, you always got to look at schedule. We know what the schedule is. But we also know what the crossovers are. And that's a road show to, uh, to Michigan State. That's Ohio State. That is Michigan. That is not easy. And Mel Tucker's 2-0 against you. Just a different color of helmet this year. So we'll see. But I, I kind of laid it out there. Get out of September 4-1. and Get out of October 3-1. and And at minimum, find a way to get a win over one of the following. Ohio State, Wisconsin, or Iowa. You've been there against Iowa. Momentum shifted and you had no response against Wisconsin. And then Ohio State has gone cage match on you the last couple of seasons. Not year one. You have guys on the team that were in a game in Columbus in the fourth quarter. Not ideal. Doable. We'll talk with Brandon Vogel next to Tail Varsity presented by the Nebraska Lottery. And we're back. Fellas, you think we could listen to the radio? On Hale Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Yes! That's awesome! We have uh, working phone lines, which is a gorgeous thing, specifically if you want to qualify for the ESPN Memorial Day kickoff. That is the grill from Capitol Patio and the Flame Shop. The gift card to Campbell's Nursery and Garden Center. And uh, meet for that grill from Leon's Gourmet Grocer, a guy that knows his way around the grill, and he's uh, feeding more mouths now. We welcome in Brandon Vogel with his HailVarsity.com and magazine at Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. Vogues, uh, did you get the the case of Cubans I sent you? <laughs> no, that must be stuck in customs still. Um, I'm waiting on that, but I very much look forward to it. No, well, absolutely. I, I can't smoke, so they're all for you. Congratulations to you and, and Mama Bear. I am so happy for y'all. Thank you. Yeah, we were uh, very, very fortunate. Uh, everything is going well. Uh, we had a healthy and happy baby boy who will be three weeks old as of tomorrow. So uh, was was out for a little bit, but it's been good to get back in the swing of things. And, and none too late as we we. we Put our put our May issue to bed on Wednesday morning, uh, so that'll be on its way soon. And of course, it's it's yearbook time, so pretty exciting time. It is. We will dive into the Hale Varsity yearbook. Can't wait for that. Uh, also interested in in your take. So the, the running joke when when we were due with Carson was, you know, his name's going to be Devaney Osborne. We we were that was going to be a, a hyphenated first name, and and depending on how how the year went for Callahan. It would have been Callie or Frankie is the middle name. Any, any Nebraska influence on the middle name? No, there wasn't. The, the middle name was the easy part. Uh, we, we had a family name that I, I kind of insisted upon, uh, which is my middle name. So I guess maybe my ego is just out of control. Um, <laughs> but uh, my, my brother-in-law, who grew up as an Oklahoma fan, did, did suggest uh, Switzer Boomer, um, which you know didn't really make it into the deep rounds of consideration, but I, I appreciated his attempt. Well, at least it wasn't, you know, Boz or or Billy, <laughs> or or, Jam- or Jamel. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone yeah. Jackson, though. You know, you could have gone Jackson. 
Oh, Nelly. Um, so let's dive in. A lot to get to. So, true or false, you've booked our, our, our passage to Ireland this afternoon. <laughs> false so far, um, but I, I was happy to see that come back on the schedule. I mean, we all had a feeling it would. Um, it, was, it was a pretty cool opportunity for Nebraska. And I think even a cooler opportunity for, for Nebraska fans. Um, so, so getting that back on the schedule made me happy. Uh, I was certainly looking forward to to going over there to cover a football game. It may not have worked out had that still been on the 2021 schedule for me, for me personally. But now I'm like, oh, next year, next year I think uh, I'm free and clear. So maybe we can uh, maybe we can take in all of the sites in Dublin, et cetera, and get to cover a Nebraska football game. It's pretty cool. Have you been over? Overseas, you've been overseas, but have you been to, to Dublin before? I, I have. I actually spent a week in Ireland um, in the early 2000s when I was in graduate school. That was actually my first trip to Europe, um, and for a long time was the only place I had been in Europe. Uh, really enjoyed it and really saw a, a lot of the country. My, my parents were planning to go to that game in, in 2021. Um, and I know there were they were talking to me about the various ticket packages available. I was mm-hmm. like, be there as long as you can because Dublin's great. Like if you have two days, you know you can go there and have an amazing time and catch a football game. Uh, but the country of Ireland, because we were able to, we really made a pretty big loop around the country in seven days. is is really beautiful, and I, I think it's a place that's well suited to to Nebraska fans. It's just it reminded me a lot of Nebraska um, in certain ways, and that. Everyone's is you know super super nice and friendly and happy that you're there. Um, I had a really really good time there. Brandon Vogel's with us. HailVarsity dot com and magazine at Brandon L Vogel on Twitter, managing editor, and uh, Dream Like a Champion. His book with John Cook. We're talking Nebraska, Northwestern, Ireland. That was announced today. So you're a tour guide. Cranach's a tour guide. You get both of you two guys together. I think uh, the Hale Varsity Tours could be, well, could be outstanding uh, if we if we put our heads together on this. So uh, a lot of fun stuff in the mailbag. So tell me what I'm missing from my checklist when I go down the Schmidt checklist as to what success looks like for Frost and Nebraska in 2021. Bowl game, West contention in November competitive, no losses as a favorite, and you get better. And what I mean by get better is you're a better football team at the end of the year versus the beginning of the year. Teams can have a 500 or better record, but man, by the end of the season, if they get better, you know you played them, and and maybe they, they eke out a win or two. Am I missing anything from this list? No, I think that's 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 a pretty good list. There's so for me, I think the like the baseline uh, item there is make make a bowl game, and I usually don't feel that way uh, very often about bowl games. But with where Nebraska has been over the past five six years, like I I think we're there. Um, so get to the postseason, get that opportunity. You know, get get the guys on your roster. A chance to even if it's you know even if Nebraska goes six and six against this schedule you know that's honestly the way it looks now not that bad in, in my opinion um, so that's there I really like the don't lose as a favorite 
that's a big one. Um, you know, when I think about, and it kind of ties into to something else you mentioned uh, about getting better, having your opponents know, like, yeah, that wasn't fun. We may have won, but it wasn't fun. Like, I specifically, you know, that was kind of a hallmark of 2016 UCF, and, and that team, I think, went 6-7 and seven or 7-6. Or and six. Um, you, you, you saw comments from coaches the following offseason where they're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a problem. Sooner rather than sooner rather than later, um, and, and Nebraska hasn't had that yet. The, the only one I would add, um, and I you know I would have to take a closer look at the schedule to figure out what's realistic is maybe a home record. And you know that was one of the things that Bill Moose mentioned, but it's it's true every year. Like, can you win at home? Can home being at home feel like an advantage? And it hasn't felt enough like that at Nebraska for you know quite quite some time, really. Um, so look at that. I know Ohio State's at home, Michigan's at home, though I actually like Nebraska's chances in that game at this very early stage. And come up with a, a home record that seems reasonable, maybe even a little aspirational. And then that might be the last piece to the list that I would add. You could have a 6-1 and one home record, and it could be awesome. It could be monumental. It could be so much momentum. November's weird for me, Vogues, as we're talking yeah. success, because you get the bye week, which is nice, but you also, I mean, it's Ohio State, it's Wisconsin, it's Iowa. You're going to be dogged in all three, or at worst, maybe a pick em against Iowa. As, again, really early we're talking, but it'd be really cool for Nebraska to go one and two. It'd be incredible to go two and one. Uh, pinch me about three and oh, but oh and three. That would suck for a team that could make a lot of strides this year. Yeah, it w- it would be tough. Um, and, and with the schedule break, with the way the schedule breaks out, you're right. You kind of have to look at it and say, like, oh, that's <laughs> that's going to be daunting. You you need to, to get through that with with a record that you feel like, okay, that was a success. You need to be playing your best football mm-hmm. at that point. And that's kind of another thing that you know hasn't been a trait uh, of late. So that's a, that's a good one too. You know, six and one at home, you do that, and then you just split your your conference road games, which which are Illinois, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and who am I leaving off? Uh, I, I I forget the the four. Oh, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. which you know I, I'm really high on Minnesota for for 2021. I think they're going to be in pretty good a pretty good spot. But that's still, you know, a game that at least the biggest odds make, makers right now view is pretty close to a toss up. So, 6 and 1, 2 and 2 in, in conference road games and you take your swing at Oklahoma, um, that gets you to eight wins right there. So, it you know, it, it's often helpful to break these things down into these sorts of chunks. Brandon Vogels with us hailvarsity.com and magazine. Vogels uh, love the mailbag with Hail Varsity. Uh, one of the questions was about, you know, road record in the Big Ten. Uh, Oklahoma's its its own animal on the road. But uh, you're, you're at Illinois, you're at Sparty, you're at Gopherland. You just kind of explained yourself with, with Minnesota and a dark horse for you. I know they got a quarterback and a receiver back, and they've been big and physical and well-developed by, by uh, the, the, the boat rower. And then you're at Wisconsin. Nebraska's had things go wrong against Wisconsin, but they've really had trouble defending Adrian Martinez, right? It's not been, per se, the offense that's been an issue. It's more so a turnover and some special teams or the defense if we're just going to point the finger. But a, a road record 
in the Big Ten? Is four and zero exorbitant? Is three and one more likely, or are you more of a two and two guy? Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a, a two and two guy until we 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 see how Nebraska handles those those two early trips, and that might inform um, a little bit because obviously mm-hmm. they open against Illinois on the road, um, and then their their second Big Ten road trip is is Michigan State, and and I think you know Nebraska right now would would be a favorite in, in both of those games, but can they go out and do that? Um, you know, it's kind of back to, back to one of the items on your initial list, like go out and, and beat the teams you have an advantage over. Um, even when you are on the road, that's even better. And then you feel a lot better about them taking their swings against Minnesota and Wisconsin. And, and you're right with Wisconsin, Nebraska's moved the ball on a defense that, you know, is, is, traditionally stout and it's it's been interesting you know wisconsin's 2020 it's it's a little bit hard to I, I i've had a hard time knowing what to make of it just because of the stops and starts but the offense you know based on a limited sample size was kind of more pedestrian than you'd expect the defense however was even a little bit better and and they returned most everything on that side of the ball so it's 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 going to be the typically tough out there but you, you have the history of, uh, well, one way or another, Nebraska's had some things for Wisconsin when they face them and, and come up with, with some ways to move the ball. Well, Wisconsin's Michigan beatdown was fool's gold with, with how they finished the year. Uh, we'll see what, what they come back with. Brandon Vogel's with us, HailVarsity.com and Magazine, managing editor, and, of course, uh, read his book with John Cook, Dream Like a Champion. Vogue's great to have you back. We'll talk soon. Thanks for a few minutes today. Yeah, thanks a lot. Good to talk to you. All right, there he is, Brandon Vogel, proud new papa. Uh, We'll spend some more time on some college football. Damon Barr won lots of money last night on NBA, maybe. He's not saying yes or no. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Damon Barr on the, uh, what's that instrument? The bagpipes? Though, I, when I think of bagpipes, I, I think of like Amazing Grace. Yeah, it's probably not the bagpipe there. It beats me, whatever it is. We, we have a fiddle. There's always a fiddle because fiddles rock. You get a little organ going, and then some sort of I don't know. Remember fourth grade? We had the, the recorder. The, yeah, the damn recorder. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're rocking the, record, the recorder over there and, many and, times in Ireland. Sure, and, and the recorder lasted like two seconds in our home. Because Junior started playing it. He's not musically inclined. The dog flipped. Worse than a dog whistle. She jumped up, pushed him down, and then chewed up the recorder. And I gave her a biscuit. Because he's trying to blow as loud, as high a note as possible. But I don't think that was a recorder. I might name that tune, right? But good work. So are Thank you, you. Are you going to start rowing tomorrow to get over there? Right. I'll start uh, my little swim. I'll grab a buoy and uh, maybe like a cooler full of sandwiches. And uh, I'll make it over there by next August, I think. Well played, sir. Uh, numbers to get in, 1-800-825-5865. Uh, 
dial that up when you hear the sounder for the ESPN Memorial Day kickoff. That's how we'll qualify you. We're all smiling about Ireland and Nebraska and Northwestern. So the <laughs> question is, are you going to have a <laughs> – uh, a returning quarterback or not. You know, that's the thing with Adrian, right, is how does this year go for him? How does the uh, decision to stay or go? We're, we're getting way, way, way ahead of ourselves. But, you know, we talked about uh, the, the quarterback numbers that are are comparable and good standing for senior quarterbacks at Nebraska. You, you've got a guy in Cam Taylor-Britt and Ty Robinson – That'll anchor the defense. Your, your middle linebacking core is good. Can you find a pass rusher? To be determined. Uh, all of that's very real. But we were spending some time on on the mailbag. And, you know, the, the road wins here. What's your over-under on road wins for Nebraska in conference? You take Oklahoma out of the equation. At Illinois, at Michigan State, at Minnesota, at Wisconsin, that isn't easy. And your home schedule's loaded. It's really good. But you need to take that step and defend uh, Memorial Stadium. I think you can win at Michigan State. I think you should, and you have. Like, let's just underline have to. You have to win at Illinois. And then I think you got to split with Minnesota and Wisconsin. With what you got coming back, with what you got behind center, you got some bigger, better wide receivers. You got a good offensive line. You got a really good offensive line coach. Listen to him. And that's run the football. And find some dude to run the ball with. Find a couple, three guys. Easier said than done. But yay or nay on this new NBA format. We'll get into it with Danny Burke in a moment, about an hour or so, uh, Burke's best bets. But, you know, I fell asleep last night, but I caught the highlights and Steph's end of first half. And I know every, folks are like, uh, NBA, why are you talking? It was pretty good drama. I mean, it was cool. It was cool to see Golden State and, and, and the Lakers. It was good to see Steph and LeBron hook up again. And as as many turnovers as Golden State had, it was tough to watch, but they had the lead most of the night. And then for LeBron to outduel Steph from distance, and by the way, L.A. had 48 people on Steph that final 30 seconds, so there's no way to get that shot off. It was a little rough uh, for, for Golden State, but no, I mean, I, I like this. I got to give no one's going to give him credit, but I'm going to give Garth Glissman credit for coming up with this format. The pride of Waverly, uh, director of the NBA operations. This was a Garth Glissman brainchild idea. And guess what? I'm a guy who doesn't give a damn about the NBA until we get to conference finals or we get to the finals. And it's really dry around here to talk sports. So, well, it's it's some NBA. No, in all honesty, that was a good matchup last night, and we'll see if if Golden State can can stay alive and if L.A. can start thriving. They've been injured. I'm fascinated, too, by the the Nets. Just them. I I think the NBA got so lucky that one of the best games of the whole season happened to be their play-in game. Right. Like, it's going to be huge going forward for them. Right. It's going to catch a lot of eyes going forward and it's just I don't know I really enjoy the idea of these teams barely missed maybe they'll make the playoffs and also uh, it made the regular season actually interesting for once in the NBA well in guys your age up to your early 30s all of you cats love the NBA you, you watch it it's on and it's part of this bigger picture right more is better and you saw expansion in Major League Baseball you're 
we're, we're talking college football playoff expansion. Do we go six or 16? And how soon do we do it versus the four, right? You've already expanded with uh, college basketball to, to 68. Again, that's not new, but I mean, more is better. So, so make it mean something sooner. And to be honest with you, I mean, every, every, every week matters in college football, even if you're a one or two loss team and they expand the playoffs. There's elimination games every day in college football. You got a little bit more meaning now to the NBA when it comes to positioning. I know our, our boy Ty Lue has been getting killed about trying to duck the Lakers. But, hey, you know, the Clippers are, are, are set up okay. I mean, they've got a better matchup, and that's kind of what it's about. I don't think they tanked purposefully, but you, you've also injected, you know, more is better, This also this load management discussion. And it, it's a interesting juggling act. You can send your emails, chris at hailvarsity.com. And uh, we'll get uh, some of your phone calls here, 1-800-825-5865. That's the number you're going to dial up when you hear the cue to call. And uh, back to the mailbag for a second here. And I love doing mailbags on Thursdays other than Adrian Martinez, which player is most critical to the Huskers having a successful season. Babbers and Aaron Sorensen were on point with JoJo Doman. Think about what he brings in coverage, in TFLs, in pressures, and just being a hybrid stud. I'm going to go uh, again on the defensive line. I'm going to go Ty Robinson. Ty Robinson's been phenomenal. And for him to be as good as he is, as early as he is, he may not always have the tackles, but he's always got the, uh, the bruises to show who he took on as a blocker and a defensive lineman. If Ty Robinson can get maybe a handful more pressures, maybe a handful more tackles for loss, if he can collapse that pocket on the interior or, or a few batted balls, right? A little volleyball action, a little love there. You know, it, JoJo Doman's the answer, but there's an, a B and a C. And, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much action Cam Taylor Britt's going to get. I don't know how many guys will throw at him. But the opposite corner, whoever that ends up being on a regular basis, is is a solid choice. But to me, it's Ty Robinson. He played so well last year as a young pup. Let's see his jump. That, that's, that's who I'm circling. We'll wind down Hour 1. Gary Barnett's coming up. Clausburn next hour. And uh, Danny Burke, Hale Varsity, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Chime in, 402-466-ESPN, or email the show, chris at halevarsity.com. Just try me, try me. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. One final time this hour, a reminder to buckle up. If you're out and about, 70% of people in fatal crashes in Nebraska not wearing a seatbelt, if used properly, seatbelts can and will reduce, of, re- reduce risk of fatal injury by up to 60%. Your best defense in any crash buckling up brought to you by the Nebraska Department of Highway Safety Office. Our friends at Pick 6 Previews already off the top rope, a steel chair in each hand as they are already predicting the Nebraska-Ireland game against Northwestern. They say Northwestern wins 16-13. to 
Nebraska outgains Northwestern by 200 yards, yards, but goes minus four in the turnover battle. It also has 12 penalties. Meanwhile, Northwestern has zero turnovers and zero penalties. Book it. That's how it works. It's an ugly game. You're struggling to break 20. That doesn't matter if you're Wisconsin or, or whoever. I mean, just think of the, the, the Big Ten title game last year. Think of, think of like the, the, the tape, the, the Nixon tape that Fields wanted to burn. He wanted to burn the tape against Northwestern in the Big, Big Ten title game. He had the same exact numbers as Adrian Martinez. A couple of bad picks because they Jedi mind trick you into thinking someone's open in the end zone and bang, they pick you off. And uh, they are they are just that good. We'll talk to some of those coaching rankings with Gary Barnett here in about 10 minutes. And Fitz comes in in the top 10 about every year. And count me as one of those dudes that always liked the guy. And he's always been pretty accessible to us over the years. Love what he's done. But you just kind of, eh, people just love Fitz. They pat him on. No, he's that good. He's that good with good players, but they're smart kids and they don't screw up. But Nebraska's, you could you could translate no turnovers and yards into points. Nebraska's winning that thing 31-13 every year, right? I mean, Nebraska's a handful of teams, not recently, but a couple, three years ago that scored, well, I mean, they lost in overtime, what, 35-31, something like that, 38-31-28. Forgive me about the the accuracy, but you know you know what the score was. You scored enough points to win, is the point. So yeah, there we have it. Pick six previews already calling their shot. Northwest. The thing we're missing is the overtime part, right? We're, we're missing the overtime part against Nebraska Northwestern. Let's get qualified right now. Caller nine. Gets uh, qualified. That giveaway is tomorrow. We'll make the announcement tomorrow who is your winner. But right now, qualify 1-800-825-5865. 1-800-825-5865. Caller 9 qualifies with the ESPN Memorial Day kickoff. That is the grill from Capitol Patio and the Flame Shop. Uh, that's also the gift card to uh, your friends at Campbell's Nursery and Garden Center. Do you have a patio? Do you have a back backyard that needs some sprucing up? And then the meat for said grill uh, is from Leon's Gourmet Grocer. Incredible meat selection. Go check that out in Lincoln. Wonderful people. And uh, Caller 9 qualifies right now for the ESPN Memorial Day kickoff. 1-800-825-5865. one 825 5865, Collar 9 makes it happen. We'll check in with Gary Barnett. Clausburn, the infamous Clausburn on the way. Danny Burke next hour. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. 
Back into it at Tower 2 at Tail Varsity Radio, presented by the Nebraska Lottery. Time to talk some college football. We welcome in the coach, Hall of Famer at Colorado and Northwestern, Gary Barnett. Coach, how was the uh, the week of putting? How was the golf game? We want to start with that first. Uh, it was a good week of putting. Uh, it's it's okay. It's getting better. I'm doing a little golf tech work, which I uh, it's been a good experience for me. I advise anybody who wants to get better to to go down there and get in on that program. But uh, yeah, it was good. The weather's good. It's been windy. Uh, I'm actually anxious to get away from or eager to get away from all this windiness that we've had down here in Arizona. So uh, departing today for Colorado. Be there this afternoon. That'll be good. Gary Barnett's with us. So we we left off uh, last week with the story of your your black GT twenty six convertible Mustang that had Husker red on the interior. How did things transpire? And and you got a curveball. Uh, you snuck an interview in with us. Bless your heart, as you were trying to make a deal. You had a cracked windshield. Lay it out for us. How'd it go? You know what? Uh, I, I deal with farmers, and farmers had it all done in 15 minutes. The windshield was replaced the next day. Uh, while I was on the phone, the guy brought my check out to me, uh, <laughs> and I was in a in an Uber in about 10 minutes heading home. It all went really well. So uh, amidst all that fire and the excitement, it all ended well. So, uh, and I, you know, somebody's going to get a nice car, 2016 Mustang black. The Mark Kia uh, dealer uh, did a great job. So, all's well. So, I got to ask the the next question: What is next for for Coach Barnett, sports car wise? Then, no, I think I'm done for a while. So, uh, you know, I, I think I'm just going to sit back and wait and see if there's something I really would like to have otherwise i'm going to be a little little more traditional okay because you're a big car guy we've had the 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 chat before about sports cars i mean there's there's going to be one that that pops up for you well i know i i saw a uh, 2014 grand turismo maserati uh that only had 14,000 miles on it and but it was gone before i could uh call the dealership so but that's it but it's got to be something that you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of money for it. So, by the way, so okay, uh, I, I like that thirty-five, forty, forty-five thousand dollar range. I can't go outside of that. Well, good, good for you, man. You got to stay in your window. Got to stay <laughs> yeah, in the better lane, man. <laughs> Gary Barnett's with us, coach. Got to get into some football and always kind of appreciate. I'm in, intrigued by the the coach rankings that come out. In CBS Sports, uh, they do this every year, and it's kind of an ongoing ranking. You, you go up, you go down, you stay. And uh, I was kind of intrigued with uh, where Scott Frost has gone. He uh, chimed in yesterday at number 46. Uh, they're ranking the you know the 65 Power 5 coaches. That's a drop of, of 14 spots from last year. That's a drop of 22 spots in two years. And it gets into the bigger conversation, you know, about Coach Frost and and heading into year four. You know, when when we talk about your experience as coach, do you remember your year fours, A, at Northwestern, B, at, at Colorado? 
did you just look at him as the next year or was there some significance to a fourth year? I think, uh, you know, it just depends on how you've done before that. And, um, you know, if you've had, if you've had a couple good years, you just, you just want to keep it going. You know, if you haven't had that breakout year, then, uh, then, then it is significant because everybody looks at you and you're, you know, you're, the, the noise of your job being on the line and the fact that this is the fourth year, all that stuff can, can really distract you, uh, take you away from what you're really supposed to be doing. And uh, it just depends, I think, on how strong you are and uh, doing all this stuff. And so, uh, you know, those rankings, you know, hopefully Scott pays no attention to them. Hopefully nobody else does either. Um, because it can, you know, becomes noise out there. And what happens today is, is people listen to the noise. It didn't, there didn't used to be so much noise because there wasn't the social media and there wasn't the 24 seven new, uh, sports cycle. And there wasn't a ranking of the top 65 coaches and those sort of things. But all that stuff on the outside looks like it's just sort of interesting information, but the. Uh, the consequences, the unintended consequences are that it creates a mindset by players, coaches, um, you know, administrators. It it gets in there. And if people are likely to let that stuff uh, get in their head, then it becomes an issue. And it's it's usually negative. And, uh, I mean, it's just – it's completely different. But year four is if you've struggled, as, as Scott has, and we all know that, um, you know, it becomes a big year for you because of the noise. Gary Barnett's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. You mentioned the noise and the mindset. And when it comes to doubt, I mean, it, that's a real thing. Coaches, can, 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 can that noise create doubt in coaches, lack of confidence? Have you, have you seen some of your peers have that happen to them? Well, I think it depends upon how, uh, obviously, how strong you are, mm-hmm. and you know whether or not, as a player, you were taught about what doubt will do to you. As a coach, you preach to your players what doubt will do to you. It's it's like water into a crack of a rock. When it freezes, it'll break that rock up. If you let that water in, if you let that doubt in, that that has the capacity to do that. So, it just depends on how strong you are and how much you really believe in what you're preaching, um, and so. You always, uh, you're always thinking, you know, am I good enough? Am I doing this right? Am, am I going in the right direction? Am I making the right decision? And, and, and you, need to con- you need to contemplate that kind of stuff and be realistic about it and be objective. Um, but sometimes the noise takes away the objectivity and all of a sudden, um, you know, you're prone to listen to something or you're prone to believe something or you're prone to maybe want to believe something. And so it's um, it's it's just human nature. But I, I think, like I said, the, the, what it really boils down to is how strong you are, how much you believe in what you tell your players. And you have to be an example uh, to me. This is, a you know, something like what Scott's got is he's got a great chance to show leadership, how you stand up amidst uh, the rockets falling around you and the grenades going off and the, you know, snipers that are out there. Um, 
you know, you're the leader. And so you, if you let it affect you, it'll show. And if you do that, then, you know, it's, it's harder to teach against it. It's harder to teach how to avoid it. Uh, because if you can't avoid it yourself, then your, your leadership comes into question. Gary Barnett's with us. Few minutes, Hale Varsity Radio, talking some college football. The uh, the coach rankings, coach. I'm interested here in in a couple of guys on this list that that have uh, either stayed really highly ranked or kind of emerged. And uh, a guy you know well, your your player, Coach Fitz at Northwestern. He's always in that top fifteen, top ten. He, he comes in at number eight. And he has done an, an incredible job at Northwestern. What what kind of wows you most about Fitz, knowing him like you do, but also knowing the difficulty of the job at Northwestern? Uh, well, his staying power is is what's number one because that is, you, you know, every job in college football is tough, but there are those who have more inherent tough problems than others. And Northwestern is one of those places, more complicated problems. Um, you know, every, every, every problem is a challenge and every problem is hard to solve. But, but um, he's got complicated problems, not, not problems, but complicated challenges that he has to uh, ride through and over and around and, and maneuver. And so I think to have the staying power and the consistency that he's had you know that's the mark of a of, of a really good coach, and the great coach in Fitz's situation is the consistency, uh, year in year out, to take to have that program uh, go to the number of bowls that it has, uh, to have the number of bowl victories that it has, uh, is really unless you're really in the business, you don't understand how what an amazing feat that has been. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he certainly, you know, if those rankings are any good, and if, if you like them, then he certainly deserves to be where he is. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be his whole deal is going to get complicated more so now because he loses his athletic director uh, to become the commissioner. Then he loses the guy that was supposed to be the athletic director uh, to uh, just noise. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, on top of that, his president's going to retire in a year who's been an ardent, terrific supporter. So, you know, his his deal's just going to get more complicated. You, you laid out <laughs> the definition of complications. Guys that have been kind of locked arms with you for a while, you're going to have new, uh, new bodies uh, in those offices at Northwestern. Let's talk Tom Allen in Indiana. I'm, I, I guess, count me in on the, the bandwagon of Tom Allen. I love his attitude. I love his energy. And, you know, maybe I'm a sucker for sound bites, but guys always have eye contact with him. And I know he's kind of climbed the ladder, but I think Indiana, A, they've been fun, but he has brought some defense to a, a place that had a lot of good offense, you know, with Kevin Wilson's, with, with Wilson's system. He's got a good pipeline to Florida. Are, are you buying stock in Indiana to keep climbing? Oh, I think you've got to. Um, you know, Tom. What Tom's done is, is very similar uh, as I watch it from afar. I'm sure the the, the uh, details of it aren't the same, but very similar to our challenges at Northwestern um, and to uh, our emergence. 
Um, and I'm sure Tom's done it similarly, but his situation is a little bit different. But his challenge has been, I mean, that's, a, that's been a really tough place to win. And so all of a sudden, uh, he wins, he wins big, and now he's, you know, he's eating up the transfer portal. I mean, there's guys that want wanting to go there. And that's part of the noise. When you have the good noise going on out there, people listen to it. When you have bad noise going on, they listen to that too. And so the good noise right now is sending kids out of the portal or high school kids to, to want to go for somebody who has been uh, uh, one really appreciated by his players and by the people who work with him and the coaches that work with him. Coach, uh, when we talk about that good and bad noise, you have the possibility of complacency. Uh, say you've done some things you've never done before. How do you battle against complacency either week to week or season to season i mean how do you uh and i was talking to a, a guy that that is pretty big into the bama program yesterday and that's like kind of the the one thing one of many things they marvel about with saban is there's just not a lot of complacency now they're they're loaded with talent but he's not putting his feet up a lot as a coach how do you deal with that complacency element if it kind of starts growing after success well i i find that humorous to hear people talk about coaches getting complacent <laughs> I'm telling you, it just doesn't happen. That's not the way coaches are bred. That's not the way they're brought up. It's but what about your DNA. team? What about your team? Well, the, it's all about leadership. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, leaders don't let their people become complacent. Uh, leaders influence. And uh, it's your job to get young people, young men, to understand the, you know, the the damage that complacency can do. And you've got to constantly make them aware. It's got to be a constant push. Everything you do in your program has got to be an example of avoiding complacency and staying, um, continue to move up. No matter, you know, the higher you get, the harder it is to, to go and continue the arrow going up. Mm. But uh, you've got to do it. That's who you are. So, uh, you know, it's, it's all leadership and, you know, He's a perfect example at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Nick's a perfect example of. I mean, he's not complacent in anything, and so uh, nothing, nothing in his life, and he lives his life that way. And so that's what young people are watching. So when that's all you're around, when that's the only thing your coach shows, then then he's catching. It can be catching, and you hope hope it is. A few more minutes. Gary Barnett with us here. Hail Varsity Radio, former Northwestern and Colorado coach. We'll spend some time on quarterback discussion with him. Clausburn next segment. His take on uh, Nebraska headed to Ireland. And uh, Danny Burke, Burke's best bet still to come yet this hour. Your chance to qualify right now. Uh, get qualified for the ESPN Memorial Day kickoff. We'll sneak in a qualification while we uh, continue our chant with Gary Barnett. Caller 9 qualifies now. 1-800-825-5865. Caller 9, before we get back to Coach Barnett, Caller 9 with the ESPN Memorial Day kick off the grill from Capitol Patio and the Flame Shop, the gift card to Campbell's Nursery and Garden Center, and, of course, the meat for that grill from your friends at Leon's Gourmet Grocer. Caller 9 qualifies we'll have that uh, winner announcement tomorrow caller 9 1-800-825-5865 
1-800-825-5865. Caller 9, 1-800-825-5865 qualifies for the ESPN Memorial Day kickoff. Caller 9 makes it happen. More with Gary Barnett. We'll dive into some quarterback talk. And uh, Clausburn yet to come on Hale Varsity Radio. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Gary Barnett's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Last thought, Coach, and it's been fun to chat with. A thought on, on quarterbacks as they head into their senior year. And uh, you've seen uh, the some mistakes by kids as, as they were young. And you've seen them get more seasoned and make plays. What was kind of your game plan when you knew you had a senior quarterback coming back to, to help maximize their best and go out the right way? What was, what was your plan? What were the goals as you worked with those quarterbacks as they went into their final, uh, final ride? Well, it's not any different with your quarterback than any, any of your other players. Uh, and, you know, if you've done a good job of communicating and you have a good relationship, you know right where, what he wants and he knows just what he needs to do because you've helped him outline that. I mean, it's a it's a process that you go through from the time they're freshmen. And as they change and evolve and get better, you're the right there with them. You know what you they've got to believe in what you tell them. It, you know, Chris like life it all comes down to who you choose to listen to that is the number one thing out there who do you choose to listen to it has to do with politics it has to do with getting better it has to do with coaching football or being a player uh who do you choose to listen to and so you got to constantly keep hitting that message and uh you know you meet three four five times a year um with each one of those players and you try to you know, you stay up with them. You know where they are. You, you let them know when they're when they're going the wrong direction, and then they either choose to listen to you or not listen to you. So it's it's complicated, and and it's uh, you know it's life. But it's it comes down to leadership, and it comes down to uh, who you choose to listen to as a player or as a coach. Two guys you had great bonds with, and you're still close with today. Uh, let us in, if you can, just to, to that relationship with, with Joel Klatt and also Darian Hagan. Nebraska fans remember both, obviously, but those are two guys that you smile about a lot. Yeah, no no question about it. Uh, Hagan was one of the most fun kids I've ever coached, but you had to keep him challenged because he was so talented that he's a guy that could come become complacent. And so I had to come up with something creative just to get him to practice taking snaps because, you know, it was, it was just old hat to him and he, he needed constant challenges. So, you know, instead of just taking snaps from the center, I made him take a snaps and throw the ball down the field into a bucket. And so then I would bet him as to how many he could put in there. And so, but you had to come up with that stuff with Hagen every day just to get him to do those sort of things because he was so talented. Joel was a grinder and is a grinder to this day. And, and Joel took everything on his shoulders, uh, never got complacent. He needed to get more complacent at times. He needed to loosen up. So it's, you know, you got to hit the right, you got to find the right button and you got to hit it. Uh, and so with with Joel, I had to just sort of calm him down and take some pressure off of him sometimes because he put so much pressure on himself. So how the bets go with Hagen? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I mean, I was constantly coming up with something, but 
because he'd get tired of throw, hitting them all, throwing all the balls in the bucket. So I'd move the bucket further down. Hmm. Um, you know, I'd come up with something else. So, you know, it, it was fun. You know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't lay up at night, lay awake at night trying to think of what I was going to do. I'd come up with it just before we went on the field. But, you know, your mind's always thinking that way. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to this period. What do I got to do to each guy to get them to be involved? Pretty good. So, Gary Barnett with us. Coach, you take care. Have a good trip to Colorado. Thanks for the time today. All right. You too, Chris. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, a guy excited about uh, the trip to Ireland, the uh, imaginary red-wearing Clausburn back with us. It's been a while. Claus, good to spend time with you. What's new? Well, not a whole lot. I uh, had a large bonfire the other night with all of the crocheted masks that Nancy has made. Thankfully, we'll be able to get rid of that and hopefully uh, board the plane and get ourselves over to the homeland of the Devaneys in one piece. You've got to be excited, Clausburn, about, uh, you know, it didn't happen this year. supposed to be uh, Nebraska v. Illinois and Bielema and... Well, okay, so it's 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 Fitzy and, and Northwestern who, you know, two of the last three years have been your Big Ten West champs. So kind of a daunting task for Nebraska, maybe without a, a returning quarterback, quarterback, maybe with a returning quarterback. Well, I'll say this. The last several years, and as you know, Christopher, I'm not a, a real heavy drinker. But the last several years, I've been trying to get into the Irish whiskey after the Northwestern game. So I suppose this year I'll have a little bit less far to walk. Clausburn is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, a special May treat with Clausburn. Claus, uh, as you, you booked passage to Ireland, you know, the topic of hot seat has come up and the, a man who's never met a, a comb over, he's accepted. Paul Feinbaum is all in on on year four hot seat with Coach Frost. Your reaction? Well, when when you told me that that uh, uh, Paul Feinbaum had said that, I had two reactions. One was to say I didn't know Scott and, and Hot Seat were in the same conversation, <clears throat> and then Nancy said, "Oh, I've all got had a hot seat," <laughs> and it took me to figure out what she was talking about. Uh, but Paul Feinbaum, quite honestly, I try not to take any uh, football advice uh, from uh, someone who resembles a turtle or uh, that turtle's. Claus, you, you 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 bleeped out, and I'm I. It, it was perfect timing with the bleep. We we have you connected again. You were talking about Feinbaum and turtles. Well, I, I, like I said, I don't take uh, football advice from someone who just looks like an uncircumcised turtle. So I'll wait until Scott uh, probably uh, loses a few more before I really start hitting the panic button. Though I think the way things are setting up this year, uh, we might be pretty surprised by the results. Clausburn's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. A May visit with... Uh... The man who wears red and is imaginary. So, Claus, uh, let's uh, shift gears. You've been a, a loyal, phenomenal guest for a decade plus here on Hale Varsity. Have you had the RSVP opportunity for Adrian Martinez and his podcast? I have not yet. Uh, I'm still waiting on that call. 
I've sent several letters, telegrams, and uh, frankly, I tapped it out in Morse code, but I don't think kids these days understand what any of that meant. But I would certainly welcome the opportunity to get some hair care tips uh, from Mr. Martinez. Clausburn's with us here. And no, Adrian's got good hair for sure. You feeling good about his uh, his junior season, senior season? Well, I, I think if he cuts it like Patrick Mahomes, he might be a little more aerodynamic. That could help us out. But ultimately, I, I think what people need to understand is that these are still, you know, young kids, young men trying to make a name for themselves. And although we've had trouble at times with quarterbacks named Martinez, I think you still got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Claus, uh, let's uh, spend a minute here on, well, basketball. Nebraska, the mayor, Fred Hoiberg, they're killing it in recruiting, and uh, that should translate to, to PBA and, thank God, a full PBA this upcoming season. Uh, you've been a guy that's always developed talent, but also recruited high-level ability. Got to be pretty pleased with where Nebraska's in the uh, the recruiting rankings here for basketball. Well, it's certainly exciting, and I wish the basketball program uh, the best possible luck. I would love to see us win a tournament game. But last time, everyone got so excited about a, a top 15 recruiting class in the state of Nebraska, the jewel, the crown jewel of that class, spent more time uh, <clears throat> fronting his Screamo band and developing his Cleanosaur company. So I'd probably pump the brakes until uh, mid-season, lest we end up with another throw god on TikTok. Do you, uh, do you, do you spend much time chatting with, uh, with Harrison? I can't understand where he's going on any given day with any given subject. So I think it's best if we just let that sleeping dog lie. He's just as tall laying down anymore these days anyway. So probably for the best. Claus will wrap up with, uh, with Husker baseball. Big, uh, big opportunity for Nebraska. They're leading the Big Ten. Will Bolt's been tremendous. But it uh, could be a little bit more breathing room for not just Nebraska, but Big Ten teams had they had the non-conference opportunity or a, a Big Ten tournament postseason. Neither of that's happened. But what's your assessment of baseball this year? Well, I'm, I'm very pleased uh, with the way the baseball season is gone. Uh, I agree. I think we all miss those midweek matchups against Northern Iowa and Southeast South Dakota Tech. Probably could have helped our RPI a little bit. But remember, I was the one who did not want a Big 12 championship game. It could have screwed us up a couple times, in fact, did in 1996. So one last chance to have to spend time around fans from Wisconsin. I guess they don't have a baseball program. One last opportunity to have to spend around fans from Michigan. Uh, I think I think that's probably for the best. Yay or nay, do you have a Priest Holmes voodoo doll still? I decline comment until I can check what's going on at the top of the dresser claws you be good fun to catch up okay there he is claws a quick hit it's been it's been it's felt like years since we've had claws burn on but man he wanted to, to chat about ireland and recruiting and baseball and all that good stuff so do have a, a schedule update uh, not nebraska related but it's ohio state and oregon and 
Buckeye is going to do a home-and-home with Oregon in 2031-2032. They'll pay Oregon $3.5 million for this year's game. At Ohio Stadium, last year's game at Odson, that was supposed to be one of the the marquee matchups, canceled due to COVID, obviously. So you're getting uh, a nice payday here if you're uh, Oregon to go out there and, well probably lose your non-conference matchup be nice for the big 10 if if that was the case in all honesty though uh Cristobal, i mean guy that worked under saban for a long time had his own program i think at florida either international or atlantic i get them confused forgive me but the point is is mario's got it rolling at oregon after uh, they had some transition and it's going to be good to see college football with uh, oregon uh, fulfilling their agreement to travel to Ohio State, even though it's not going to end up being a home-and-home trade-off for last year and this year. 3.5 this year. Future considerations, right? 31 and 32 for the uh, maybe a, re- a Rose Bowl preview or rematch. Danny Burks on the way. Burks' best bets. Hale Varsity continues presented by the Nebraska Lottery. He's in his 30s. But sounds like he was born with a stogie in one hand and a brew in the other. Now, say my name. It's Schmitty on Hale Varsity Radio. I got the body of a taut, pre-teen Swedish boy. Danny Burks with us here, Hale Varsity Radio, Burks Best Bets, and Danny Burke 5 on Twitter. Beeson Sports Network. Danny, how do those play-ins grab you? Man, I mean, look, it, it's been a blast to watch the first couple of games. I mean, you know, that Hornets and Pacers one was uh, not as fun as a lot of people were expecting, unless you back the Pacers, obviously. But well, I, I'm a fan of this aspect of implementing this new format. I mean, I know LeBron, you know, was complaining about a big shocker, but I think it just makes everything a lot more exciting and more incentive for these lower teams to really compete for these positions. And, you know, I get the other side of it where you argue, oh, if you're not in the top eight during the regular season, you don't deserve it. But look, it just makes things more exciting. And you got to be willing to adapt nowadays in sports and try new things. And I, and I think so far it's been a blast. And look, I mean, how often are you going to get LeBron James and Steph Curry coming down to the wire trying to get into the postseason like it was a championship game? So I'm all here for it. In terms of my bets, I, you know, I think uh, what I, I think um, maybe one, one and one, I pushed with the Grizzlies minus four. John Morant didn't come through with the free throw in the end. Um, then I had one prop that hit and one and didn't. And then, uh, yeah, I don't think I really got anything going tonight per se. I just kind of got, you know, a play that I had a while ago, the Pacers to miss the playoffs at plus 260. So I'm hoping the Wizards come through for us tonight. I do think they are the better team. If Bradley Beal is 100%, I think they have enough offensive firepower if they can spread the ball around. Because when the thing is, in a guy that I'm looking at tonight, Rui Hachimura, if he can get at least 15 or so or above that, that's where the Wizards really thrive. And they've beaten the Pacers three times this year. And when that's happened is when Hachimura's been in double digits. In a couple of those games, he's been in the 20s. So not only do they need him to get going, but if you want another angle, maybe look at Hachimura over 13 and a half for his player uh, points prop tonight. Danny Burks with us. Hail Varsity Radio. Burks Best Bets and Danny Burke 5 on Twitter. Rush Hour, 6 to 7 weeknights on the VEASAN Sports Network, iHeartMedia. Now, Danny, uh, overall, uh, as you look at the NBA field and the play-ins are a, a nice twist, a nice change, and you write on about the Lakers and Warriors showdown. Moving forward there, are you, are you leaning 
do you trust the Nets as loaded as they are? Do you like Philly? How are you feeling about the East? So the one futures bet that I've made as of this point, like long-term futures, and I think I made this about a month ago, I played the Philadelphia 76ers at plus 440 to win the Eastern Conference. Now, that number was posted for a while, and I was just shocked it wasn't coming down, and finally it has, and I think it's as low as 3-1 to one now. And the Nets were, you had to lay a price with Brooklyn at one point, minus 112, and that was amidst them having injuries and the uncertainty of that James Harden was going to come back officially, and we know they're going to have all their three guys and i get it look look, the team is absolutely outstanding and they're probably going to dominate throughout this postseason but if there's a team that matches up very well with brooklyn it's philadelphia philadelphia is just as deep arguably uh not in the sense of having three superstars but enough offensively to keep up and we know that defensively philly's the best team in that side of the ball on the east brooklyn has virtually no defense and you got to consider the unfamiliarity with all these teammates i mean they seldom have played together this season Schmitty and you know you look at a team like the Clippers where that was a concern what two years ago one year ago and they got exited early so that could very well happen with this Brooklyn Nets team but it's more so for the fact of value and that's how you got to look at these futures market and when you had to lay a price with Brooklyn when you didn't know about the injuries the unfamiliarity was a big factor there's no chance I was going to lay a price there and I truly think Philly still has a great shot to come out of the east you never know what's going to happen before Joel Embiid has incentive overall just from the whole kind of narrative of him in the postseason and not going to get MVP so I like the Sixers team and I think if you still want to play a squad that would be my best bet Danny Burke is with us Burke's best bets hail varsity radio let's go to the west and as we look futures as we look kind of a, a shakeup from traditional top seeds right you, you have uh, Phoenix uh, that had an incredible season obviously the Jazz are tremendous and Denver pre-Murray was tough to deal with but they, they've got to move on and they've they have moved on without murray but they're the three seed that's that's a that's a a new one two three punch do you do you like any of those three to to to, to be long lasting and and make the trek to the finals or are you looking at maybe a lower seed out of the west that has some experience to to make their way yeah, I'm so I mean, the Nuggets were a team that had some good value, obviously, after Aaron Gordon, they were cruising and they still were post Jamal Murray. But I just don't think they're going to have what it takes to go deep enough. And it's such a tough draw in round one versus the Blazers. I know a lot of sharp guys like Portland in that series, and I'm tending to, you know, lean that way as well. I think a team that you didn't mention that I really liked and have been adamant about is the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, they have a favorable draw in round one against the Dallas Mavericks. And honestly, I think the Clippers are the deepest team in the West. Yes, the Jazz were absolutely cruising throughout the regular season. They were also dealing with injuries. And it's just one of those teams where you just kind of knew you weren't going to trust them in the postseason. Look, we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, I think the Clippers are best built for this postseason right now. I mean, the, the guy that nobody's talking about that they acquired is Rajon this is a veteran with so much experience who really does it on both ends of the floor such a great facilitator when he came to the bulls back in what 2015 2016 when it was just jimmy butler the bulls were going to upset the celtics in that series and then rajon rondo got injured and everything went to crap but rajon rondo is that key piece and nobody's really talking about it this clippers team is deep down low they may have some troubles defensively but they didn't have the tough draw that could have been the lakers so now they're set up pretty well i love the clippers coming out of the west Danny Burks with us. Burks best bets, uh, Pride of Chicago. Who's throwing a no hitter tonight? 
I mean, it's at least got to be a couple guys, right, Schmidt? Jeez. You know, it, it, it's absurd. I mean, at this point, it's like who hasn't gotten a no-hitter? And if you haven't, then what are you doing wrong? But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> not not as much that I liked on the slate tonight. We had a nice winner with the Astros yesterday. Not too many late games tonight that I really honed in on. But uh, tomorrow, I'm sure I'll have plenty. So at Danny Burke 5, and I'll be sure to tweet those out. But really, the stuff to look out for, hey, this White Sox team still getting value on a day-to-day basis, Schmitty, because I don't know why. I mean, you know, maybe it's just because people are fading them, thinking they're going to regress or they can hit against righties and all the turmoil with Tony LaRusso. I don't know what it is, but look to keep betting this White Sox team until proven otherwise. You know, I'm a big Tony LaRusso guy. I may I may be it, but uh, the guy made me smile uh, down at the Adams Mark Hotel in 1990, man. He was signing the autographs. Conseco bought my mom a drink. We'll, we'll leave that one be. Uh, and uh, But LaRusso has always been a good time, and I know he's getting a little squirrely as he uh, gets older. But, hey, uh, the White Sox are that favorite in, I mean, in, in the Central, and I know they had a tough one against Kansas City. But Central's uh, about 30 seconds, pretty wide open still. And uh, do, you, do you have any gauge on, on the AL Central here as we're, you know, kind of fading out May? The, the White Sox are going to win the division, Schmitty. And I know that, you know, it looks tough because no Robert, no, no Jimenez, but this team is still going to find a way to win because of how weak the other teams are. The Indians can't hit. The Royals were a nice story to begin with, and the Tigers stink. And the Twins are abysmal right now, too far out despite how early it is. The White Sox are going to win the division despite the turmoil and injuries. It's Danny Burke, Burke's best bet. You catch him rush hour, 6-7 to seven Central. Uh, on the VEASAN Sports Network, iHeartMedia, and follow Danny's picks, advice, thoughts. Great follow on Twitter, at DannyBurke5, the pride of Chicago. Danny, it's fun to get caught up, man. Thanks for giving us a few today. Absolutely. You bet, Schmitty. Take care. Gotta love it. He's uh, still holding firm with the Southsiders, and as a Cubs guy, Danny Burke is hard-pressed to say that. We'll wind down a Thursday next. Miss us? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. We're on call for you. Catch the podcast at HailVarsity.com, the ESPN Lincoln app, or download them on iTunes. Saddle up, partner. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. Get to wind down a Thursday, Hail Varsity Radio. We say hi to Deb the Spa Lady, Home Innovation Spas, 20th and Highway 2. Uh, of course, in Lincoln off Industrial Road in Omaha, spasonline.com. Deb, it is, uh, it, well, it's hot tub season. Tell us how I can get one. Well, it's pretty simple. You just come in, you look at all the models we have in stock, pick one out, we'll get it ordered for you. We take care of everything, really, after that. You, uh, we even have financing that we can direct you to. We have our own electrician. Uh, we deliver it, set it up. We have great prices, so uh, come in, see us. Let's see what kind of a deal we can make, and we'll uh, get one as soon as we possibly can in your backyard. Well, Deb, you have choices. You have the two-seater, the four-seater, the offensive line size, eight-seater, and, of course, the swim spa, right? So, I mean, Mm -hmm. everyone's going to be happy. That's right. We we always try to keep a swim spa in here so you can actually come in, see it firsthand. You're just going to be amazed at the quality and just the everything you can do with a swim spa as far as exercise year-round. 
you know, socializing, great jets for your uh, just head to toe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the nice thing is, is, of course, again, it is year round. Deb, have you watched a Royals game in a spa yet this season? Have not. Have not yet this year. Well, I mean, I that, that's, that's got to change. We got to get a little floaty going and either the, uh, you know, I don't know if we, we do the wings or if we do kind of a, you know, a, a recliner well, that got, floats. We've got an outdoor TV already out there, so we're good to go. It's an all weather, so we, we could sit in it any any weather that's out there, except well, lightning, except that. Yes, okay. and we'll just have to do the old uh, the old suntan lotion, uh, uh, you know, across <laughs> our back that says Salvi, right? <laughs> Yeah, I get the number. <laughs> I won't get into who's doing who's back, but, you know, I it works okay. out well. Uh, Deb, the spa lady is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, Home Innovation Spas, 20th and Highway 2 in Lincoln off Industrial Road in Omaha. Spasonline.com is where you can log on. And, Deb, give folks the hours. They want to come see you this weekend. 10 to 6, Monday through Friday, 10 to 4 on Saturday. Go to our website anytime, day or night, spasonline.com. They'll get you a hot tub and you'll love it. Deb, thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris. Got to get those Salvi uh, swim trunks going, man, in the old hot tub. Damon Barr, what's your agenda tonight? How how was Tuesday night uh, with uh, the roomies? Tuesday night was fun. Uh, we How much had a, a leave did you crank up yesterday? <laughs> yesterday, uh, well, yesterday, uh, not as much of a, a night out Tuesday. Kind of ended quick as we realized it's Tuesday night. What's what's the scene here? So we just went back to uh, our place, had a few drinks. and But yesterday, man, I don't know if it was uh, the beer or the, the dog under my legs, but I fell down the stairs and like what? bruised up my leg like... I swear to God, I was you tripped. You had an alcohol-related incident? I, I swear I was tripped by the dog, but my roommate says otherwise, so I'm feeling the pain today. I am sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> it's fine. You didn't it's break fine. any rum uh, bottles, did you? No, th- that was at the end of the night, so... It was empty. Yes. <laughs> wow. What kind of dog do you have? A little boxer. We think she's a mini. Mm-hmm. Not intentional, but she she hasn't grown she clearly, since she was born. She so. clearly hates you. Clearly. There we go. Well, back at it tomorrow, the pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman with this NBC Sports. We'll check in with Dr. Petey. Charlie Meyer from the Salt Dogs is going to be with us. Talk to you at four on Hale Varsity. Thanks.